0: Hey, it's Ben. I was the editor this week. Unfortunately, on my end, there were some technical difficulties with Audacity dropping sections of my audio. So I have tried to salvage as much of the episode as we can because I thought there was some good stuff in there. But you might find some odd little transitions, some bits that maybe don't quite make as much sense as they could. Uh, Hopefully it's not too distracting We wanted to put something out anyway But uh, yeah, just a little warning uh, to start this off Alright, here is the episode
1: Welcome to VidStorm, a comedy game design podcast By two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design I'm Trevor Scott, and with me as always is Ben Slinger. Hello, Trevor. Hello. And audience. And audience, yes. Thank you for putting us in your ear holes again.
0: Uh, Or for the first time, for that matter, if you're jumping in on episode 129?
1: 129.
0: 129. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Trevor, shall we uh, jump right into our little game called Click
1: Pitch? Yes, why don't you explain to our audience what Click Pitch is?
0: I shall. Click Pitch is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us. And on the count of three, two, one click, we each click refresh, get a new completely random word, and uh, we shove them together into a game sandwich. The meat is our lovely speaking voices. <laughs>
1: What's the cheese?
0: What's the cheese? Yes. Uh, I mean, it's just cheese. It's actual cheese. Actual cheese. Okay. Yeah. Part of this podcast is we each always eat cheese while we podcast. We just feel it adds a little something. So
1: let's click. Okay. Three to one click. Senior. Left. Okay. So it's Left for Dead, but all the characters are old and they're senior citizens.
0: I like. The general idea of a zombie apocalypse, but we're full genereans, octogenarians maybe one nonagenarian,
1: Uh one veterinarian. Know- he just got caught up in the group.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they deal with all the zombie dogs.
1: <laughs> Heal them up after after we shoot them.
0: Oh well, they know where to aim, right? They know the the anatomy.
1: Yeah, but they they heal them up as well because, you know, their whole thing is do no harm. They're they're just like doctors, but
0: Oh, well, yeah, but they're zombies. Yeah, they're still do I no mean, harm. I mean my whole thing is don't don't kill humans. But if it's a zombie then I'm gonna like yeah, hit it with you, my fucking walking stick. You haven't in the you head you haven't
1: like you know, gone under the Hippocratic oath or whatever. I'm not sure if If you want me to take an oath (laughs) right now.
0: If you want me to take an oath right now to not kill any human (laughs) beings, then I will do it. But that does not include zombies. (laughs) Uh, So I think I don't know that I like this as an FPS though. Uh, I like the theme. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking either like a tactical, like it could be like a tactics game. I feel like you could do some interesting stuff there. Um, Also because like, and this is, not to discriminate against the elderly, but they're probably mostly going to be moving a bit more slowly. Uh, and obviously, there are certain limitations or certain character things that come with that. But, you know, it doesn't all have to be uh, fucking Mildred, uh, you know, throws her false teeth at him and bites their faces off. Like, No, <laughs> it,
1: it, it, could, it could certainly be Mildred does some hardcore parkour shit and, you know-
0: well, Escapes I'm not sure it can zombie. be that.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm not sure it can be that either.
0: Why not? <laughs> <Because> <laughs> she's seventy-seven.
1: You, can, you can't tell Mildred what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, she can try,
0: but she's probably got osteoporosis. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not saying that we completely ignore the fact that they're senior citizens, <laughs> but I just mean you know, working within the limitations of, I mean, they can all be different levels of fitness, but, you know, even the most fit 80-year-old is not going to be out, is not is probably not going to be parkouring or, you know, fucking doing MMA moves on zombies. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to use their wits.
1: But are they going to dab on their haters' graves?
0: I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking that this is set in, say, um, like- the late 21st century.
0: Yeah. This is when all this is where all of Gen Z yeah, are old. So this is like coming up on the turn of the of the 22nd century.
1: And so so all their references are like are, are current, yeah. A current day. I like that. But so so then you got like the vet I'm I'm picturing the veterinarian in the group is like, you know, 30 or 40 and everyone else is like senior citizen. Age.
0: Yeah, it's maybe one of their like children who is visiting, because I'm picturing that this is it's like a nursing home or something, right? It's like a or like a uh, you know,
1: oh yeah, starts in a nursing home, starts
0: yep. in, starts in a in an aged care center. Yep,
1: or or a retirement village. Yeah, I or like, like a retirement. Yeah, of- That's
0: that's more what I mean, because yeah. yeah, and so yeah, like the it's a group of four or five who all got stuck here together. Three or four of them. Residents. One of them, yeah, is like this veterinarian daughter of one of the others,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and so yeah, they are going to be a bit more fit. They're going to be a bit more resilient. Uh, they've they've they're the one with the medical skills. Uh, unless we have like a staff member as well, is maybe one of them. I don't know,
1: but oh yeah, uh, that, that could be kind of cool. But I I do like the idea that at least two, maybe three of the group are, are older.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think most of the group is.
1: And so, what I what I like is that the younger helper is one of the first victims.
0: Oh, so you lose? Okay, yeah, that makes that's fine. Well, because they can be a bit overpowered at the beginning, then because they're young.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> and it, it's and so going to be a, it's so going to be a straight white man,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, it's like an orderly kind of um, yep or care worker and. Straight, straight white know. man, and yeah, he's like to- white man. He's yep. totally cocky. He like he thinks he can do. He, he's going to be the one to survive because the rest are okay. elderly and women. Okay.
1: And he thinks he can do parkour.
0: <laughs> so it's not actually a zombie that gets in, He just like tries to do some parkour and fucking falls and cracks his skull and tw-
1: twists his ankle, cracks his skull, and then which the of course is. attracts zombies. <laughs> but but what I love is that. Like Mildred's just like climbed the ladder right beside like where he was trying to get yeah, up.
0: Like slow and steady wins the race, right? Like she's really careful because she does have osteoporosis, but she still gets up the fucking
1: ladder because she's not an idiot. Turns around, dabs, and then you know he he goes, <laughs> oh yeah, well look at this, and tries to climb up and falls yeah, off from the very tries top. To, like do one of those He's moves fucked. where
0: you like run up the wall and then jump off it to the opposite. Hango you
1: know, but what he does is he he runs up, he jumps off and he just jumps straight back with smashes his head into the into the like other side of the alley wall and just falls down falls
0: breaks his back on a dumpster,
1: <laughs> and you literally like it zooms right in on the dumpster and just shows in slow motion his back just oh, yeah, sort like of bending into a, X-ray into a ninety degree angle and then <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
0: All right, so I like, yeah, I like that. It's it's kind of about problem solving in that tactical space. Yep. I think you know we can still have weaponry. Obviously, there's no reason these people yeah. can't use fucking laser guns because it's eighty years in the future. Uh, well, not quite yeah. eighty. Well, uh, laser canes. 80, 60, 70 um, years,
1: but um, you know, laser walking frames. I'm, I'm <laughs> doing- <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, they're not actually weapons. They're just like, for whatever reason in the future, lasers are the most efficient way to build anything. So, like, the legs of the walking frame are lasers because they can- They've somehow managed to repel matter and uh, create hard light.
1: Yeah, well, I'm picturing that, you know, Mildred takes out her hard hard light teeth and, you know, cleans them, puts them back in. (laughs)
0: I don't think we want to go too far on, like, the crazy future inventions, or we're going to lose the- uh, they're all going to end up overpowered.
1: Um, we- bionic eye. Um, See, that Hearing like, aid. That I like. Um, we can
0: have- we can have, you know, they, they actually have certain advantages, because, yeah, they have these prosthetics that they've got over the years for different- various, you know, injuries or diseases or whatever, just because the more you, you know, the longer you live, the more opportunity you have to get parts of your body replaced with, with robotics. So, yeah. And again, we can go a little bit more futuristic. Like maybe one of these people literally has a full on bionic arm. Yep. And, you know, the rest of them is fairly frail, but- yeah, their arm never gets tired.
1: So I'm I'm just picturing, and I'm just trying to think what what is a current name of of a kid nowadays that that you could imagine having been a, been like a a rocker in say the 2030s was um, born in like the 2010s. Daenerys, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'm thinking that in like the 2050s they they worked out the cure for tinnitus, so. Oh, They've right. they the bionic ear. So okay. Yep. Being able to go into the backstories of some of these characters and, and basically go, yeah, this, this rocker who lost their hearing through through playing heavy metal music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had uh, a they Now, had now a prosthetic has perfect, ear. perfect hearing.
0: Yeah. Perfect yeah. hearing. Perfect pitch. Interestingly enough as well. Yeah. That no, doesn't come in particularly useful in the zombie apocalypse, but, you know, you
1: never know. Yeah, you never know. Okay, so what else happens in this game? What's is there an antagonist that isn't just zombies? Is there
0: Well, I guess it's how did how did these zombies come about? Are the zombies particularly attracted to the elderly for some reason? Do they really like the smell of Werther's originals? <sighs>
1: I have a feeling they do, but all I've got in my head right now is there's an SNL sketch about uh, robots attacking senior citizens that you have to remind me to, tell- to send okay. over to you. Because <laughs> it's freaking amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I- I'm just, I'm just now starting to think. Um, this, uh, veterinarian daughter, I actually have a feeling like she is actually the cause oh. of this, um, of this thing. And like you find out throughout the, throughout the game, like, she unwittingly unleashed this virus on everyone, like by,
0: via animals.
1: Yeah, via, via animals. Yep. That um, she was coming up with some sort of cure for for like for an- the common for cold, like,
0: um, for dementia in in parrots.
1: Oh, I kind of like the idea of dementia in dogs or something like that. I was going with something a bit more out there, but <laughs> sure, dementia in dolphins.
0: Well, <laughs> that's too far out there. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> Dementia <Let's>, and goldfish. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, no, she was trying to increase the memory of goldfish. Yep, the memory span because she just is. She thought, felt that it was tragic that they only uh, remembered ten seconds,
1: and she wanted them to get more out of their lives. But in doing that, she also gave them a bloodlust. Yeah, and- in doing
0: that, exactly, yeah. She altered their brain chemistry, created a particularly virulent strain of uh, some sort of neuro, you know, neurological disease, and uh, someone's goldfish jumped out and bit him on the fucking face yep. and, and uh, then started the zombie. Fell off
1: and, and bit their dog. And right. their dog is the one that sort of. Well, maybe it actually, it to the okay. Well, maybe it didn't
0: jump of it. off and um, bite someone on the face. Maybe they started off the chain, you know. The 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 goldfish bit the parrot, which bit the cat, which bit a dog, which bit a uh, horse, uh, which bit <laughs> an, which bit, funnily enough, another dog, but like a really large breed, like an Irish Wolfhound. Uh, and then the dog bit a baby. <laughs>
1: And uh, when, when you said horse, I immediately just thought And, of course, that's when the old lady died, of course because <laughs> She died, of course Because <laughs> now she's a fucking zombie
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, that's <laughs> eventually It was the horse, and then an old lady ate the horse uh, and, and got the disease and started spreading it to humans
1: Okay, three to one click, that was good
0: All right Commitment
1: Photograph. Oh, interesting.
0: I, I like the idea of a game where you play a wedding photographer.
1: Yeah, that's that's actually what came to my mind, mm. and I was trying to think, okay, this would be a cool VR game that you're trying to like, yeah, get get like the the perfect sort of thing. So you've got different setups that you can that you can have, but like, there's also. Crazy stuff that you can get in, get into the photos as well. Oh,
0: yeah. I like that. It's one of those games where. So I'm trying to think, because I think there should be some sort of narrative going, or like some sort of story based stuff going at the same time. Like it's not.
1: It's not just
0: obviously the goal of taking photos um, entirely systems based, although you could definitely have some interesting, some cool systems in there. Um, You know, I think, I think the way these games usually score the photos is. You know, they can obviously tell where in the frame a, you know, particular item, you know, photographable photogenic things are. And if you frame them nicely and make sure they're not cut off on the edges and stuff, then you get more
1: points. Yep. And, that and sort of thing. in focus and- In focus, you know,
0: maybe. I mean, you could go down to the depth of, like, shutter speed and stuff. So, you know, if you're trying to get an action shot, you don't want it to be blurry and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and actually teach people how to take better photographs yeah. through a game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, no flash you l- when y- you- You
1: learn a skill. Yeah, totally. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> like, I, I don't think there's too many games that actually teach you life skills. I mean, taking a photograph and all that sort of stuff is is a pretty cool school- skill to have. Look at
0: this photograph.
1: No. Some- no. There's something that no would make me laugh.
0: There's something about the guy with the thing on his head. I don't know. That's fucking- uh, Yeah, so- I think, is it maybe one of these games where you've sort of got the- Is it on rails? Are we talking on rails in that you don't have any sort of free movement options? You're just kind of going from, from set piece to set piece in a way. But in each scene, there's a like there's too much stuff going on for you to get in any one run through.
1: Yeah. Uh, what What I kind of like is- Something that uh I'm trying to think of the name of the name of the game, um, Arctica on the Oculus store.
0: Okay, I haven't played that, but
1: it was a it was a first person shooter, you know, on VR obviously. Um the only movement was that yes, the, the the game was continuing continually moving and all that sort of stuff, but you could like warp to different points and mm-hmm. And do things from from within there. So in in one particular set piece, you could walk between three or four different points to to yeah. get at the enemies in different in different ways. Yeah, I was actually I thinking something similar. Like to, that. Yeah, to walk between different points during the ceremony, and then walk between different points, you know, during the walk down the um walk down the aisle. Yeah, so you, so there, there is a
0: choice in kind of the framing, like what direction you're taking the photo from. Yeah. Um, and and that if you're not in a certain point, then you're not going to have a viewpoint of of other events that might be happening that are worth capturing, or that you might get bonus points for, or like, or there's just an achievement for like, you know, take a photo of every dove in the game, or something, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, they can all have different. Oh, I kind
1: I kind of like the idea that there's a there's a different animal hidden in each in each level that you can yeah. take a take multiple photos of and all that sort of stuff and. and there's like a know, squirrel um,
0: wedding going on if you if you really zoom in from the right position, like in the hollow of a tree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I also kind of like the idea of being able to do some other scenery, like photos and that sort of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you, you mean- don't
1: just have to take photos of, of the people but yeah. you can also be sort of scouting for new for new places.
0: Well, that could be interesting. That by taking photos, you unlock certain things as well. Yeah. Like maybe if you take a photo of, you know, a, a nice little gazebo, then that actually alters your path even, or, or just whether it alters your path, or maybe it alters the path of the bride and groom and like gives you the opportunity to take some shots at that gazebo kind of thing. Yeah. Um but also just gives you another what point within this sort of set piece.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I I, I really like the idea that the that the camera is, is like your connection to the um to, yeah. to the um to the world, and of it's, course. It's your yeah. way of actually choosing whether you warp somewhere or, or you know, anything that you actually know about the scene is done through through interacting with it in the camera.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's not true. Although I, I mean, I think you need some controls. I wasn't thinking the warp controls would be in the camera necessarily. Although I think you probably can warp while you're zoomed via mm-hmm. the camera. But because I really like the idea, if it's in VR, of like you can you can put the camera up to your. Face and it like yep. changes the view and gives you sort of that camera camera view with some zoom controls and different
1: things. And I, I love the idea of being able to you know use use your um your other your other hand, say your left your left hand to to like rotate and get your um get the oh, zoom, get your fo- and yeah yeah yeah, focus you, and like yeah all you could do a
0: yeah that's cool because then you've got a really analog
1: specific yep. like
0: very accurate motion for that too yeah. That'd be cool.
1: And, you know, um, pull down the trigger slightly and it, it you know, it does like, the it's autofocus. auto-focus. <laughs> <laughs> and you pull all the way down to actually take the photo. You know, these sort of things are, are really That'd cool. That'd be great. Right? i love to mess around with that.
0: Um, but then narratively, I think as well, there's obviously, like, at every wedding, there's drama going on. Yeah. And I think, and again, you could almost branch it based on whether or not you capture certain certain events. Yeah.
1: Did you capture the- um- the mother and the father of the groom, who haven't seen each other since their d- their messy divorce, did you catch them? You know, sneaking off to the to the um, yeah, exactly. Like to the cover to, to make out, to making out,
0: yeah. <laughs> and whether or not you caught it determines whether or not they get discovered, or like you know, a later event. Whether or not the yeah the the groom finds that out, and then it sort of sets can set off another set of events. I think that would give it some interesting replayability, yeah. Uh, yeah. As well,
1: I, I love the idea that you just fo- you're so focused on the couple and and trying to take all these good photos for them on the day that you've missed all this all these side stories that are actually yeah. always going on. But-, but
0: I think that's a valid run through. Like one of the endings, I think you can only get by actually doing your job and focusing on the couple and getting yep. all the right shots that you need to get. You know, you get a perfect score kind of thing for. Because I think maybe, maybe at the end, like not you don't necessarily know this going in, or maybe you see a list at the beginning of what shots you are supposed to get, but you can't reference it. <laughs> um, so you get to the end, it's like, yep, you got the shot of them, you know, cutting the cake. You got the shot of their first dance. You got the shot, you know, with this set of parents, this set of parents, you know, the wedding party. The you got the um, the first kiss. You got you know, and so you see that at the end, it's like, oh, shit, I missed this one. I missed this one. So you've got something to aim for. Next time. Yeah. But then maybe at the end, again, like after your first run through, I can picture you've got all you can see like that. You don't see what they are, obviously, but you can see all these side story things that you didn't get as well. So it's like, oh, I've got I've still got another, you know, 140 events that I haven't found yet that are happening in
1: various scenes. Well, that's really cool,
0: yeah, I like that a lot
1: what one of the things that I like is at the very start you have like a a quick rundown of what the bride and the groom want out of your photos, yeah. so she goes oh, i w- I want you know a, a classic sort of classic sort of me and my husband photo you know with a with a sunset in the background, and then I want this sort of photo, I want this sort of photo, and you know yeah, well that's interesting with car. I want
0: the the timing would have to work too, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I-, I want a photo where I'm silhouetted against the against the sunset. Mm. You know, again- And so you
0: have to make the choice of, like, keeping an eye on the time, and maybe you've got the option at certain points to, like, pull the bride and groom away for some photos, uh, but obviously you can't do it, like, during the speeches or or during a meal, or- well, maybe you can during a meal, but,
1: like- Dur- During the speech, it's like, it's now going down to sunset, and you, you just quickly warp to the- warp to the groom and- and hit the button to interact with the groom. And I, I'm just <laughs> picturing that the groom's on stage in the middle of his speech and you you walk over to him and interact with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, like, it's sunset. He goes, go uh, away. Fuck uh, off. <laughs>
0: um, and then the super special extra achievement is when you get the photo of their wedding night. Okay, three,
1: two, one, click. <laughs> <laughs> More, go. <laughs> okay, go more. Well, um, <laughs> so I guess in the in the hotel room, you know, you start actually directing the action. <laughs> <laughs> go, go more, more.
0: <laughs> no, those were actually okay. our words. Go and more. Yeah. Uh, is this like an ex- <laughs> is this like an extra version of the classic, you know, uh,
1: Chinese board game
0: Go? <laughs> like we add something,
1: go, but it's the go more edition. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, you know how um, well, you know how, how many players
1: can play in go. It's two. Okay, so it's now this is a four-player. It's a four-player version
0: of go. Uh, so they get but different colors. It's like what colors are we adding? Because the standards uh, are black th- and white. I think
1: it's it's red and blue.
0: We add, we add red versus blue each. Each uh, do we have? Do we add like abilities to the different bases? <laughs> well, what, what I'm
1: thinking to, to to make to make this you know a more party game? Um, did you ever see like when they did Monopoly Party Edition um, that you could actually have a mode where everyone just goes at the same time? Like there's it's just all hell for leather. You just keep oh. on like rolling the dice and all this sort of stuff. Oh God, it, it, no. <laughs> so there is actually a Monopoly version out there called like Monopoly okay. Party or so something like that. So in this like
0: game, that. do you just grab a handful of pieces and
1: throw them on the table? Yeah, basically <laughs> you're you're just you're making your moves as quickly as you can, and it's just bedlam.
0: Yeah, it sounds <laughs> it.
1: I don't know the rules for Go, dude. I'm just <laughs> three to one click. <laughs> three to one click. Woodwork. Concrete. <laughs> <laughs> so is this wood versus concrete? <laughs> I, I think it is. I, th- I think this is um, like a carpenter versus a bricklayer.
0: Oh, God. I mean, the carpenter's going to have more reach generally, but uh, a brick is going to do a lot of damage and it's probably going bit- to be easier to throw. Uh, are they just literally throwing pieces at each other, or is this a building contest?
1: <laughs> uh, I think this is a building contest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So what I'm what I'm imagining is that they're building retaining walls. Okay. Because you can definitely have, you know, wood retaining walls, and you can definitely have. Yeah. Yeah. You know the brick, the brick- laid
0: or stone or whatever. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, so I think what you've got is basically like a a competitive. Yep. Multiplayer game, where where you're trying to you're trying to basically build retaining walls.
0: I feel like this is VR again, just because the the different motions required would be interesting. To like, you know, if you're literally if you're literally building a brick wall, you know, grab a grab a brick. You have got your mortar thing in your other hand. You have got to scoop some mortar, mortar, slap it on, put it down. Grab it. you know, you've got that kind of repetitive motion. Whereas the the woodworker is going to be like hammering nails and stuff, and maybe sawing. Hammering wool. nails
1: and putting putting. Big fucking bolts into the
0: yeah yeah
1: um but where they actually have to help each other is in putting in like what I'm picturing is that to actually do uh like the posts the posts um, mm. they need to be concreted in and then on the other side for the um for the bricklayer they they kind of need um like supporting you know, pieces a, a, gu- kind of a set a set of guidelines or or something like that so that the builder sort of helps um, sort of put a, put a little set out.
0: Well, maybe it's not help then. Maybe they have to, like, steal the other people's shit. <laughs> maybe this is- this, Here's what it is. There's a landslide coming. <laughs> yep. You've got a certain amount of time to build your half of the brick of the wall, either brick or wood, and- like dirt and soil and water and whatever come
1: over or through so what what i'm now picturing is that you've got these two to four companies who have been called in by these by the owners of this house and they're competing companies going against each other
0: well no i think it's i think i think i think in true bureaucratic style this is a government job there's a landslide coming towards a very important historical building. And so they're taking tenders from as many different companies as they can <laughs> to figure out who's going to build this wall to stop this natural disaster.
1: And they decided because because the disaster's coming a lot quicker, a la, you know, your Armageddon sort of style thing, they just call in this crack team of people who at first, you know, they're supposed to actually work together Four, four different companies or whatever. This government is so inept. They're having you all do a test wall, even though
0: it's actually like coming right now. This landslide in like five minutes. Yeah. And so, and so, and so, if you win, you'll get. You might get the job. You'll get the job, or maybe there's an aspect of how many materials you you use. So maybe if you win, you don't necessarily get the job. But if you lose, if you um, Use less materials and still survived. Like your bonus for losing the actual contest is you still get the job. <laughs> um, but also don't don't forget, unless you all succeeded well enough, this building's already destroyed. <laughs> you still get the job because the government is corrupt. But
1: so I think, I think what you've got is you've got different um, different levels and different things that are causing the landslide. Yep. So the early Early sort of ones are just like um, mud and like avalanche sort of stuff of snow, but later ones are uh, fucking lava and shit.
0: I like that. I like the idea of um like the the winning like the kind of windscreen and you've got your builder like happy and confident in front of their wall. As it just like slowly burns behind them and lava like drips down and they're just like thumbs up. yeah I did that with the score kind of superimposed. yeah I like it Three, two, one click Launder eight uh, the number or the verb?
1: the number oh. launder eight
0: so are we talking laundry? Or uh,
1: I'm thinking money. It's 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 a laundry that launders money.
0: Okay. Like it's it's, it's- a, yeah, it's laundering it in, in the true like
1: sense of where
0: yeah. There's a front it's a front. The laundry is a front.
1: I think you have to try and because there's so much stuff going on in the back re- back um with like Money counters and all this sort of stuff that you got to keep like the rickety old um, washing machine going in the front to make noise so that you don't hear like the constant sound of of cash being counted. <laughs> like there's there's a few things that you need to be doing in the laundry because you you're basically you've been hired as as like the um the the sort of front man yeah, like running the legitimate business front. Yep.
0: That is that is. Not like yeah, the legitimate part of the business front. Yeah. So you're so you're there trying to run this laundry while all this shit is going around you, and you've got these sort of certain requirements. Yeah. Uh, to keep the 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 dodgy part of the business going.
1: Yeah, that's cool. So so what I'm picturing is that you've got like police coming in every now and again because they think this place is a front. Yep. And so they keep on sending in different people in disguises. So what do you have to
0: do? Okay, well, what sort of game is like, what are we
1: kind of a cook serve delicious
0: esque kind of thing where you've just got different customers coming in, different stations or something?
1: Ooh, ooh, I kind of like that, that you've got, um, you've got different clothes, clothes coming in. You're the only one there. So you've got basically, okay, chuck this in, into the, into the washer and then chuck, chuck this into the press to, to steam clean it or whatever, however it all sort of works. And you got the different sort of stations and, um, you know, depending on, uh, what comes in, uh, depending on, you know, the police, the police sort of bring in something and it's bugged. So if you chuck, if you chuck that into the, um, into the washing machine, you're going to completely destroy the bug, which is, of course, what you want to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. They ask for it steam cleaned, but you have to, you have to, like, wet, wet clean it. Yeah, I like that. And so you have to, There's must be, maybe they give you certain, maybe there's almost, almost an aspect of papers, please, as well, where the different things you have to look out for sort of get more and more complex as you go along to figure out that, cause the police are getting smarter. Yep. So initially they literally come in and like fucking like Groucho Marks, Marks, fake mustache and glasses. <laughs> uh, but they start getting a bit smarter.
1: But there's always something a little bit off. So one t- one time, yeah. um, the police come in and they look all completely normal, except they've got three legs.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> they're hiding recording equipment in there or something, or like a scanning device. Yep.
1: Yeah. But don't g- don't get confused with the um with the trench coat wearing three kids like stacked tall. Um, they just want their extremely long trench coats. You know, steam cleaned. <laughs> um, when you pick up a piece of clothes, you can hit a button and it shows up what's on the tag. And there's just little symbols as to, as to what each cloth can actually have. Um, so like there's a steam cleaning, there's a, there's a maximum temperature, there's a, um, do not iron, do not tumble dry. And, um, I'm, I'm picturing that in, in the final level or say the final day, you know, there's like eight different symbols that you can, but you've got to sort of have memorised.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I think you can look it up, but it takes time. Yeah. And so you're going to- Like, you have to move move stations over to your desk where there's a book of the different marks or something and then go back to where you were and to,
1: to actually do what you were doing. I'm picturing that this is like a one-hour dry cleaner sort of thing that- that right, so you've got yeah. a time limit for each thing a la yeah. Your, so they get um, unhappy, overcooked and that sort of stuff. That you've, yep. you've got an order and you've got to quickly get it done, but it's got those papers, please sort of mechanics of, of knowing what to do with each of these. Yeah. That you clothes. can't always
0: just follow what the customer asks for because there's these like undercover cops who are constantly coming through. And then you've got these that have got a bit of what's going on in the back as well. Yeah, that's cool. I really like... Because that could almost... Being a front and having to have those extra tasks, that really pushes it beyond. I think that could be really, (laughs) really fun. Anyway, I think we'll end it there this week on Bitstorm. Uh, If you want to find us online, you can go to podchaser.com slash Bitstorm. All of our social medias are there. Uh, Check us out on YouTube. We've got a few things up there. Go to our Facebook. Go to our Twitter. Just check out our Podchaser page. There's some cool shit there now. Uh, and we are also at 8bit.net slash bitstorm, as we are part of the 8-Bit Collective. This is a group of like-minded podcasters uh, who uh, like each other. We're all We're all buddies or friends. Go check out some of the other great podcasts at 8bit.net.
1: Also check out the awesome podcasts on the AGPN, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Just a group of like-minded individuals who want to help each other out. Search for Australasian Gaming Podcast Network on Facebook or at AGP Network on Twitter. Or just look for the hashtag AGPN. Finally, we'd like to thank Kurudust for the song Mount Defiance off of the album Containment Failure.
0: Yeah. So thank you again for listening, hopefully, this week on Ben Stom. I'm Ben Slinger.
1: I'm Trevor Scott.
0: And this is the end of the episode.
1: But it may be lost forever and you don't hear it. Bye. Bye.